Hello, welcome to my special series, the first of many this year, Watches and Wonders 2023. Bigger, better and crazier. If you're new here, I'm your host Anita Khatri and this is Lux Insider, your weekly dose on all things luxury. This special series is all about the new launches, the trends in the world of time, and which new brands to look out for at the recently concluded watch events of the world watches and wonders 2023 what better way to kick start this year than with watches something i'm so passionate about watches and wonders 2023 recently concluded with a bang One of the largest watch exhibitions held in Geneva, Switzerland was bigger and crazier than ever. This may be my 25th visit, but as always, I was left mesmerized by how far the fine watchmaking community has come. The novelties, that is the new launches, the trends, the booths, the press conferences, all packed in 7 days of events meetings and presentations of course it was not all work and no play if you know me by now i live and breathe time pieces this was all play for me this year 48 watch brands aka maisons participated in the exhibition that is 10 more than last year 48 maisons included some of the popular names Rolex, Patek Philippe, Chopard, Cartier and many more. Independent brands such as U-Boat, Chrono Swiss, Bogard were all under one roof that is at Pal Expo. Of course, I haven't shared all 48 brand names, but You can check out more information on Watches and Wonders website after listening to my podcast. What was new this year was that Watches and Wonders was open to the public on the last two days of the exhibition. And we hear the tickets for visitors were all sold out. So yes, bigger, better and crazier. I caught up with the man himself, Mr. Matthew Humer, CEO Watches and Wonders Geneva Foundation, on how successful the 2023 edition was and what we could expect in the coming years. Let's straight hear from Matthew. Today, uh, average age is 35 years old of people uh, at uh, Watches and Wonders Geneva. animate the city to talk about watchmaking with one voice with all the brands participating to watch on our Geneva so clearly the the heart of Geneva really beat to the watchmaking movement the entire week in the salon but also in the city we have a, a huge increase on huh? 10000 tickets sold for for the weekend it's sold out after 5 days uh, we have a huge increase we are almost uh, 
30,000 uh, yesterday uh, night after five days compared to 22,000 uh, after seven days last year. So it's great to see the industry all together, speaking about watchmaking, press, retailers, and clients, watch aficionados, and the public this weekend that is part of Watch on Geneva. How many days it takes for you to prepare? An entire year, clearly. Entire it's, year. it's a big teamwork with all the maisons, the brands involved in the project. The Watch on Geneva team uh, makes a huge job uh, all year long and uh, and really, it's a, it's a big teamwork also with the partners here in Geneva, uh, the hotels, the, the, the restaurants, the exhibition center, and of course, the, the Maison in order to make this event and the Maison shine. So what can men expect from the largest watch exhibition of the world? New novelties, of course, but most importantly, the trends, right? I discovered seven strong trends, especially from the watchmakers and a lot of timepieces which I liked. Let's begin. The first trend was the overarching colour that many Maisons embraced and released their masterpieces. That was grey. Grey is the new black. To share a few spectacular pieces that left me in love with Grey coloured watches were Moblas 1858 IC automatic date and 1858 Geosphere chronograph zero oxygen, the 8000, IWC's engineer automatic watch, Parmigiani's platinum cultural calendar, Bomb and Mercier's Riviera men's collection, and Tagore's Carrera date watch. The second trend I observed was. Less is indeed more. Over the years, watch exhibitions invited the watch community, press and retail to experience all the launches for the entire year. While the 2022 edition saw few brands showcasing only one or two novelties, the 2023 edition saw many brands adopting this trend of less is indeed more. For brands like Ulis Nade, the entire exhibition revolved around a single watch, that is Freak. Let's hear straight from Miss Virginie Franceris, CMO at Ulis Nade with regards to this Freak Nation. Thank you. We wanted to be really freak central to celebrate the novelty. So be single-minded and have, a, I would say, a tribute to the freak spirit. Okay. So I would say what we try to celebrate here is both the product and the mindset. Okay. So that's why from a product standpoint, you have all the characteristics of the freak one. But from a mindset standpoint, what we try to be is a very engaging and interactive and somehow freak. You know, boost because you've seen many yes. people, yes. people just, you know, yes. uh, lying on the floor and just doing crazy stuff. So for us, it was also a bet to say, okay, are these people, you know, who are in nice suits and everything are going to be freaking up uh, to go on the booth and, and take a picture of themselves? And uh, we think so far it's, uh, it's doing good. So we're very happy. While people are freaking out on Ulis Nade, Let's also hear from Roger Dubey, Mr. Nicola and Raita, whose focus too at the booth was its one concept watch, the Mono Vortex, split seconds chronograph. 
First one is the one at the very center of our booth. We decided to come with only one piece, but that will be somehow testifying all the work we've been doing in the past three years. It's uh, what we call a concept watch. Concept watch, yes. uh, It's called Monovortex Split Seconds Crown Rock, Roger Louis. It encapsulates, as I said, the work of my team for the past three years. And in a way, it's the perfect piece to show craftsmanship, performance, and innovation. Three pillars we've been cherishing, we've been working on for the past three years. Moving on, the next trend, and a very interesting trend that I observed was dials. Yes, the face of the watch. I'm sure you agree. The first thing we see in a watch is the dial of a watch. This time, the dials did the talking for many brands. Instead of a serene, plain watch face, I saw brands introducing mesmerizing patterns, techniques, enameling, motives through the dials of the latest launches. Dials have been historically loved by watchmakers for introducing new techniques and craftsmanship. From Grafu style works at Patek Philippe to textured grey glacier pattern dials at Mobla. Texture is in on the dials. Grafu technique allows building up different layers on the dials of the watch. Due to this, each layer has to sit beautifully to finally have a smooth enameling of the dial. Of course, I am unable to explain more about this. But one can imagine that with this technique, literally every dial becomes a unique piece. I caught up with Mr. Nikola Bareski, CEO, Mobla at the exhibition, and here is the story of the glacier dial. This glacier dial is the highlight of the watch industry. And this technique is unique. And would it continue? Now, this technique is unique. It's more than that. I think it's in the watch industry, it always starts with a challenge. Yes. And, and when we said we want, we have a true story, if we have a true story, the dial must reflect the reality of a glacier. Correct. So we started to design the dial and then we went to see many suppliers and they all said, no, it's impossible to have this kind of dial. You have to cut too much. Uh, there, there is too much complexity. Yes, because and the, the, the layer is too thin. Yes, layers too thin. You, you can't make yes, it happen. Correct. And then we found a supplier who is a very traditional and recreated the old traditional way of doing uh, dials. Sorry for the technical world, which is called the gratte boise. And that old way of doing dials uh, is very interesting because it allows you really to remove very very thin parts of the base and create this effect of a glacier. And you have more than 30 steps to create the, the dial. Rolex debut of the Emoji watch was the talk of the town. The day date 36 puzzle motif shows an interesting and colorful puzzle design on its face. At 12 o'clock, it replaces the days of the week with the words happy, eternity, gratitude, peace, faith, love, and hope. And 3 o'clock, you get a selection of emojis depending on the day of the month. I also had the chance to experience live guilloche engraving on the dial at the Chrono Swiss booth, where the craftsman mentioned he can only work on three dials per day. Can you imagine the time, minute detailing, 
and the fine craftsmanship it takes to achieve this level of perfection Jajala Kutra booth also did not fail to impress me with their hand enameling and engraving booths dials are truly the new medium for innovation and creation IWC introduced a grid dial in their latest engineer automatic 40 mm timepiece the dial features a distinctive grid structure consisting of small lines offset by 90 degrees to each other it is stamped into the soft iron blank before it is galvanized another big trend is that of titanium watches this year at watches and wonders titanium was definitely on the menu from rolex oris grand seiko chopard ulis nade hublo zenith and so on each brand had its unique offering in titanium rolex's yacht master was particularly notable it's a second ever all titanium watch from the brand after last fall's debut of the deep sea challenge we all know customer has always been the king and i saw that more and more brands are indeed using titanium maybe because of its light weight which offers comfort to the customer almost every brand that i went to had an offering in titanium for example grand seiko introduced its very first mechanical chronograph movement at the show the 6000 beats per hour 9SC5 tentograph in titanium a metal that the high end brand has long used including in its flagship snowflake watch i had the opportunity to try this piece and i must say i instantly fell in love with it armes launched the armes ho8 chronograph that features a satin finished and a polished titanium bezel atop a textured case metal next trend that i would like to talk about is that watches are getting smaller in size yes you heard it right smaller is what i say literally i would say 39 mm is a size to go for for listeners who are new to watch passion i'm referring to the width or the diameter of the watch at the exhibition a lot of brands showcase novelties they were calling medium sized or small watches the cartier bagnor mini bangle vacheron constantin overseas self winding 34 mm zenith pilot automatic the panthea the cartier all proved the same bell and ross has dropped its standard size from 42 mm to 41 mm Panerai wanted to focus on its Coranta watches which are 40 mm instead of its standard bigger dial sizes. Is this a step towards inclusivity or are brands inching closer to a genderless world of timepieces? Mr. Nikola Andreita, CEO Roger Dubey, shared his thoughts on the genderless world of timepieces. We see more and more women uh, willing to get into complications for sure okay. for sure and uh, that's also one of the reasons why we are moving away from uh, you know segmenting things okay we are more and more going into a 
a world which is genderless. And why should we segment ourselves? Why should we say that a product is for men or for women? Instead, we talk about sizes. We have 36 millimeters, 40 millimeters, 42, 45, 47. But then we let, we let the choice to our clients. So then why a man cannot wear a beautiful timepiece with a pink strap and adorned with diamonds? And why shouldn't a lady be able to wear a 47 millimeters double uh, tourbillon? And this is in fact what happens already. We have a lot of ladies who appreciate our hyper watches. So calibers which are really complicated and they appreciate the craftsmanship with everything we do. Moving on, interchangeable straps continue to rule the rain this year as well. It looks like customers today want to maximize their purchase with changing the look of their timepiece with an interchangeable strap. I already mentioned customer is the king. The younger customer is definitely looking at versatile options and gaining more from the buck spent. And why not? Isn't this also a step towards sustainability? Like having one watch serving multiple styles and purpose. This also helps to protect the environment. In fact, each booth that I walked to at least had one timepiece that had an interchangeable strap option. Be it Moblin's 1858 IC automatic date watch or Piaget's new Polo perpetual calendar ultra thin watch or even Zenith's Defy Skyline skeleton in ceramic and so on. Another observation that brands are all making efforts towards sustainability, which is no longer a trend but a necessity. Sustainability is big and is here to stay. Brands are recognizing the same and taking serious measures in contributing towards sustainability. I would like to make a special mention here about Chopard's commitment towards sustainability. Its existing lucent steel used for the Alpine Eagle Sports Watch is already made of 70% recycled steel. By the end of 2023, all Chopard steel watches including bracelets and cases will include 80% recycled steel. This proportion will be raised to a minimum of 90% by 2025. Many brands are laying importance to traceability and origins of materials like sourcing, ethical gold and diamonds. Here is what Guido Terrini, CEO Parmajani Floor, has to say on sustainability. Well, the traceability of uh, gold, for instance, is uh, traceable, so it's uh, ethical, platinum the same. Since the arrival of the PF, this is an obligation that I gave to the company, so this year's production will be uh, totally ethical, and this is important, and it's something that you have to do, you have to comply, because uh, it's like quality in the 90s. Uh, at a certain point, uh, it is a must, and, and people give it for granted, and it has to be, you have to be compliant to that. So. Uh, the traceability of our metals is for sure important. Of course, the watches per se, the mechanical watch, is the most sustainable 
even on a smartwatch, which is yeah. even worse because you have batteries, you have chargers, you have obsolescence now, so you have different models that expire after a couple of years. So you have a different approach. And there are two businesses that are not interacting with each other because that's what the two parallel business. So, but okay. always into mechanical watches. You have a mechanic. Once it's produced, mechanical watch has its own energy, has, doesn't consume anything, so it's extremely sustainable. To produce it, it's not a, an automotive factory. I mean, we we consume nine household the energy of nine households in in so, so it's very different. This is indeed food for thought. That a mechanical watch is so much more sustainable than a quartz or a smartwatch. I'm impressed by the total energy consumed by the atelier at Parmajani. It gets me thinking about the energy we single-handedly consume in our daily lives. I'm totally crushing on the titanium trend and definitely eyeing on a few novelties that I've added to my wish list. Whether I end up buying or no, that's a secret. Watches and Wonders 2023 did really manage to come back bigger, better, stronger and crazier. That was all about trends from my end. Let me know if you discovered any other trends. You can always write to me or simply drop me a DM on Instagram. I'll be back with more on Watches and Wonders soon. See you next week.